Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Yes, sir. Happy days are here again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, you're inside looking the world of MMA. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airwaves, having defended that title line for better than, well, in one week now, it'll be 32 years. We're celebrating 32 years next week. Actually, it'll be our 31st birthday. So that means 32 years in radio. Straight up, wow, I never thought it'd go this long. But we are having a good time, having a blast. We're talking MMA for the next hour. Open phone lines, coast to coast. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. You also can call us on Skype. The address is Sports Byline, Sports Byline, uh, and the number two. And you can also tweet us at RingTalk, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K. Straight up, last night, UFC 191, a little booing in the last round there, and Dana White went nuts. And, of course, the Demetrius Johnson, the successful world flyweight champion, he was the guy being booed. And, you know... There's something about this guy that just doesn't give me the lifts that I want to. I watch him. He's an amazing athlete. I mean, uh, some a lot of fights go to decisions, but sometimes he's been able to stop people like like Chad Mendez. But Chad Mendez came in, like, on two weeks' notice, so can we really put any merit in that? So at 125, I don't know. I think he needs to go to 135. 125, and eh, leave 125 for the chicks right now. Speaking of chicks, lots of chicks talking about the world of MMA. Of course, UFC got Ronda Rousey, Holly Holm going down to Australia. They got another chick card on the... A chick fight on the card, Jenna J. Straight up, lots of stuff to talk about. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. And Dana White is blaming drunk dummies dump, drunk dummies for the booing during the main event last night, UFC 191. You were drunk, Dana. Football season starts Sunday, and you could kick things off by winning $2 million at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site. It's the biggest fantasy football contest ever. $10 million in prizes are up for grabs, including $2 million for first place and $1 million for second. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments. It's fantasy football on demand. Play where you want, when you want, with the players you want. Just pick your players, pile up the points, and pick up your cash. That's it. You've never experienced football like this. It may only be week one, but it already feels like the playoffs at DraftKings.com. And every broken tackle or spectacular catch could take you closer to a $2 million payday. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code Bonsanto to play for free for a shot at part of $10 million in Sunday's Millionaire Maker event. Enter Bonsanto for free entry now only at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. That floral wallpaper your grandmother picked out 50 years ago just isn't working for you anymore. I'm Danny Lipper with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about an option for ugly wallpaper right after this. 
Mold on your siding, moss on your roof, mildew on your deck. The easiest way to get rid of it all is with Wet and Forget Outdoor. There's no scrubbing, no rinsing, and no pressure washing. Just spray and leave. Wet and Forget Outdoor is bleach-free and safe for virtually any outdoor surface. Siding, roofing, concrete, stone, stucco, even fabric. Just spray and you're done with Wet and Forget Outdoor. Get Wet and Forget Outdoor at the Home Depot or visit wetandforget.com for a store near you. I always recommend removing wallpaper whenever possible, but sometimes it just isn't feasible, whether it's constraints in time, budget, or both. Wallpaper can be painted over successfully, but there are a few things you need to do to make sure your paint job doesn't come crashing down around you. First, glue any loose pieces and seams. You don't want any of that excess moisture creeping behind the paper. Next, use a small putty knife to apply drywall joint compound over all of the seams. After it dries, use a damp sponge to remove any excess compound from the wall. Finally, remember that it's the moisture in latex paint that can loosen wallpaper glue, so use an oil-based primer followed by two coats of latex. Follow these few simple steps and you'll enjoy a freshly painted room for years to come. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Calling all motorheads. It's time to rise up and pay homage to the Freak Nation. Or just flip your fat radio on to Speed Freaks every Sunday night at 7 Pacific on the Sports Byline USA Network. Join me, Kenny Sargent, with Statman and Crash Gladys for a freak of a good time as we drop in on the biggest names in motorsports from IndyCar to NASCAR, the drags to Supercross, and a big-time rock and roll band from time to time. That's Speed Freaks, Sunday night to 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Better grab me quick before my knees give way. I feel good. I knew that I wouldn't. Godfather of Soul. Pedro was on the stage with him in uh, 2000, circa 2000, the Paramount Theater in Oakland, California. I was with Tower of Power, went backstage. And we were kicking it with Tower, and then everybody said, you got to go back to your seats, right? So I didn't go back to my seats. I sort of just hung out on stage. I came to Godfather of Soul, put his coat on. Held the mirror up for me. Looked so sharp, man. Stepped out on stage. That was an experience I will never forget. Speaking of experiences, I'll never forget. Think about uh, Demetrius Johnson. The, the rematch last night for the World Flyweight Championship with John Dawson. That'll be one that I probably don't want to remember. I can easily forget that one. Of course, I watched it on tape, and Demetrius Johnson certainly won uh, almost all the rounds, through maybe four to one, maybe five zip on one card. But the bottom line is, you know, it just didn't deliver the drive that I wanted to live. When it Wanted it to drive. I'm falling apart here. Um, it was just, it just was a dull fight. People booed it. I mean, people were booing in that all throughout that fourth and fifth round. Zach and Zach Attack Young's here in the studio. Welcome, bro. Yeah, nice to be here. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think he just doesn't have the type of style that, that people really want to see. You know, his style isn't a knockout style. It's, it's the type of style where he gets away from punches and it's good technically, but it's not what the fans necessarily want to see. Couldn't he step it up, though, and get assertive? He could, yeah, and and I, I hope that I personally hope that he moves up to bantamweight and fights Dillashaw or somebody like that. I think he's too small. He looks like a small guy at one twenty five. He's he's a small guy, but I mean he, he has the skills where it might be able to translate. The real fight is Dillashaw and and Uriah Faber. I mean, I really think that's the fight. I don't know if Uriah can make one thirty five again. He fought at one forty five this last time when he went over to the Philippines, and he fought Frankie Edgar. Yeah, he lost. That was the, that wasn't too decision. smart, man. Why would he fight a bigger guy? It was just that was that was weak. No, I think, I think no. That Dana said, "Do this for me." 
it could have been that, yeah. And and I mean, not only that, but he fought he fought a bigger guy who was more used to the bigger guy was used to fighting guys that were bigger than him. So now he gets to fight a guy that's smaller than him. So it was even more of an event. Well, I mean, you know, Frankie Edgar. I mean, when guys were weighing one fifty five, they were fighting around one seventy five. Yeah, and and he was a, he was small. He was a small lightweight. He was a stud. Yeah, he well, he still is. He's a. A great why, fighter. Why hasn't he got? Why didn't he? He sh- he's better. He should have got the shot before Conor McGregor, shouldn't he? Or he should have got the call maybe to fill in for Conor when uh, when Aldo fell out. I could I could see that, but I I kind of think that he's had so many title shots that it kind of worked against him. You know, he's already fought for the featherweight title. He's already fought for the lightweight title a bunch of times. So I think they just wanted some fresh blood in there. Okay, Frank Mir lost last night. Unanimous not across the board, 29-28 uh, in two cars, 30-27, three rounds, zipping the other. Um, I love Frank Mir. I think Frank Mir is a great guy. He's a great personality to be around, I think. But if he's going to lose fights at this stage of the game, I think he's like 26-16-10 and 10 or something like that. He's got a pair of, not very good record. Probably time to say goodbye. You said say goodbye about three months ago in July when he beat Duffy. I thought so. I thought that was a good swan song. I mean, to his credit, he didn't he didn't get knocked out, which, I mean, I think is good. Because Arlovsky does have the power to put people away, and I mean he he was at least competitive in the fight, but but I do think that it was already past time for him to call it quits. Last night in that light heavyweight bout, former light heavyweight title challenger Anthony Rumble Johnson, who got crunched, uh, who got crunched, of course, taking on took out Jimmy Manu in sixty seconds, taking back twenty eight seconds with a front kick, pretty good there. But the fight of the the fight of the night, but I'll get to that in just a second. The chick is Paige Van Zandt. She defeat Alex Chambers. How fine is Paige? I mean, she might be pound for pound the best looking fighter out there. How good is she? <laughs> she's good. She's she's very good. She's six and one. Uh, she's been doing well in the UFC so far. She got a submission last night in the third round, so she's on her way. She's a straw weight, so she won't have to fight what, Ronda. What straw weight mean? One fifteen. Hmm. Hmm. Straw weight, and then it goes to bantamweight to one thirty five. They have a flyweight champion. The the women? No, and they just recently got the straw weight. Okay. Um, also on the card, man, John Lineker and Francisco Rivera went back and forth for like two minutes where they, they exchanged like 100 punches, 100 strikes. Uh, Rivera won in the uh, two minutes and eight seconds. Yeah, I mean, he, those guys, they put on an entertaining show for the fans, and that's a lot of strikes. That had to be close to a record for significant strikes landed in, in a fight, I would think. Yeah, but if, if a guy's can, doesn't this, doesn't that mean that neither of these guys can punch a lick? I mean, if, you hit somebody, if I hit somebody with a four-ounce glove, Three or four times, I think I'm getting them. Yeah, my, I, I, I'm not a big puncher. I'm just telling you with leverage and, and throwing punches correctly, you should be able to be, really hurt somebody. I, I agree. I mean, I I think that in the UFC, these guys they just don't have the punching technique. A lot of times, that's a shame. That's why the, you know, and I think Dana White tried to. Move, there was a couple of boxing coaches that went in there to help him. I think Dana White sort of discouraged that. Yeah, and Dana's Dana, Dana White. I talked to you about it before, but you think he's untouchable. He's Teflon because he's built this place from a $33 million loser to a billion-dollar entity? Yeah, I can't see. I mean, because there's no real reason so far. I mean, as as much as he, he gets But he's fly, irritating. He is. and he, his He's face, beyond irritating, he, and he's greedy. His face is out there too much, too, is I he think. he greedy? I, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, think. you know, when, when the fighters get 12% of the uh, gross revenues, that means 88% of the gross revenues are going to— Paying some bills and giving him giving him some money along with those people that have a percentage there in, in Dubai. I mean, good luck. This what the UFC's like this. Uh, Dana's got ten percent. Lorenzo Dana's got ten percent. The world, the country of Iraq, of Iraq of Dubai has twelve percent, and the Fertitta brothers have uh, the rest. 
So that's they split it down to Frank and Lorenzo for Peter. So that's where the money's going. Okay, the I thought they were going to go public at one point in time. There's too much money in it for them working working this on their own to go public with it. I'm telling you, they're making a lot, a lot of money, millions and millions of dollars, man. These pay per view cards, if they do two hundred thousand people at fifty bucks, that's ten million bucks. Yeah, I mean, no doubt, and that's not even that great of numbers. Like if that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, if if John Jones fights, that's four hundred thousand probably. Speaking of John Jones, when's he going to fight again? The grand jury didn't indict him. You know that, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so that's sort of like it's sort of like the charges sort of like been swept under the rug almost. It, it looks like it. I, I think he'll be in the octagon sooner rather than later. He probably should take a uh, like a comeback fight though. You know, like a tune-up. He's the best in the world though, and he's motivated. He's been training. I mean, you know, he's but evidently he's cut down on his marijuana intake and his condom use. He doesn't need to use his condom as many times as he was using them before, of course. And uh, and he's got his cash together. He's not leaving his his, his money at the scene of an auto accident. So I think he's. I think I think that was a big wake up call for John Jones. I hope so because I mean, as as unlikable as he could be, he he is the best in the world right now, and he's been the best for a few years now. And the way he took apart Cormier, I mean, he just took Cormier apart, man. Cormier did nothing in that fight. Yeah, and and it looks even better now that we saw Cormier what he did to Johnson. It, it, that performance that Jones had looks even better. Talk about Cormier and Gustafson in, in the next segment. Of course, we're going over USC 191 last night. Um, Ra- Raquel Pennington defeated Jessica Andrade, a rear naked choke at 458 of round number two. Either of these chicks, can they fight? Yeah, Raquel Pennington can fight. She she lost the title bout that she was in, but she can fight. She's a good fighter. Okay. Um, Joe Riggs beat Ron, Swall- Ron Stallings on an illegal kick disqualification. The second round was a middleweight bout. And Joaquin Silva defeated Nazario Malajari, a split decision. That was a lightweight bout that opened up Fight Pass. What is Fight Pass? Anyway, you, did you get Fight Pass yet? I still don't have it. Oh, <laughs> man. nobody. Dave Meltzer is the only guy I know that has Fight Pass because Dave Meltzer's got everything. I mean, Dave Meltzer's like the, the encyclopedia of MMA, no quite uh, professional wrestling, MMA. He's just, I remember one time I, I, I stumped him on a question. And the genius that he is, by the time the conversation was over, he came back and knew the answer. I don't know if he looked it up or he came back to his mind or anything like that. I mean, I really give him a tough one. Like, what date was this or something? I mean, he just came right. He's, he is amazing. Of course, you can get the Wrestling Observer newsletter uh, by going to WrestlingObserver.com. Check out this newsletter he puts out once a week. It's got between thirty-five and 50,000 words. Wow, a lot of stuff, a lot of action, MMA and, and uh, professional wrestling coverage. That is the professional wrestling newsletter brought to you by my man, Dave Meltzer. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Coming up, events on UFC. We'll talk about them. UFC's going to... Uh, Take them back. The USC staying out of Nevada for three months. The big Nevada card, of course, USC 194. Jose Aldo, Conor McGregor, December the 12th. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. And guess this. Oil has dropped to like some incredibly low price right now. They're saying it dropped to like 15 bucks a barrel, 20 bucks a barrel, right? It couldn't happen to a, to a nicer bunch of guys. Those oil people are destroying our world and pimped us off at the same time. It couldn't happen to a bunch of greater bunch of guys. Maybe gas will be like two bucks soon. Bye. Are you a 
business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help, and your insurance may offer coverage. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven, gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 60, one is tall, weighing in at 244 pounds, fighting out of San Jose, California. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the challenger, Kane Velasquez! And now, introducing his opponent, fighting out of the red corner. This man is a wrestler, holding a professional record, five wins, 
one loss. He stands six feet three inches tall, weighing in at 264 pounds. Fighting out of Alexandria, Minnesota, presenting the reigning, defending, undisputed UFC heavyweight champion of the world, Brock Lesnar! Wow. Wow, indeed. Oh, my goodness. That's the word, baby. Oh, this is crazy right now. There's a buzz here at Honda Center. Lesnar, Velasquez, heavyweight title is on the line. You ready to fight? You ready? Good. Rock on the attack. Flying knee from Lesnar. Rock is relentless, but he wasn't able to take Kane down there. Rock coming out swinging. There he is. Got the takedown. Let's see how well Kane fights off his back. taken down often if at all but he's right back up Lesnar trying to get back up and he does but he's exhausted he's and he gets rocked again Lesnar covering up the last case pouring it on More of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. That's a voice I'd know anywhere. Yeah, 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 the Duke. The great John Wayne. Tommy Morrison was related to him, sort of. Tommy Morrison, of course, was a former WBO champion. Passed away about a year and a half ago from arc AIDS-related conditions. He was a good guy to be around. Have some fun. Did the 1995 between him, fight between him and Razor Ruddick in Kansas City. What a crowd. What an, what an event. Of course, Burt Sugar, the late Burt Sugar, the boxing writer. Remember Bert? The hat. Yeah. Anyway, he uh, he says I'm going to do the the main event. I mean the uh, the pay per view. We're doing the international feed. Who's going to go over and do the pay per view with the American guys and do it with them? You know, hype it up, right? Goes over there. He comes back an hour and forty five minutes later, so drunk, somebody had to lead him to the chair. Okay, but he was great, man. He was absolutely phenomenal. At I mean, he was when 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 he was drunk, he was at his best. He was sober. He didn't want to be around Bert that sugar. Anyway, we're talking. MMA, now not boxing. We're talking with Zach Attack Young. He's in studio. My name is Pedro Fernandez, but you know that. Anyway, um, I want to ask you a couple a couple things. First up, Fedor. Fedor Melanico. Hey, get back. Brock Lesnar. He ever returning to MMA? Probably not, huh? No, it doesn't look like it. He's making that WWE money, and he's not getting hurt doing that, so I think he'll probably stick there. You know, he fights pretty tough on those guys. I mean, he's pretty hard on those UFC, I mean, those WWE guys that he works with. He's known as a very hard worker. I mean, he doesn't hold back his punches all that well. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I know he's not that well liked by no, they other hate him. fighters. Yeah, that's that's not the word for it. Uh, speaking of a guy that's uh, been on the top before, of course, at least for Pride, Fedor. What's happening to Fedor Emelianenko? Hey, he's going to sign with UFC, Bellator. What's going on? Well, they had the UFC Go Big thing recently. Like the they had a press conference that they held, and fans were fans booed Dana White when he said that Fedor Emelianenko is not coming to the UFC. Interesting. Well, you know, people boo Dana White all the time, every day on Twitter. I mean, the Dana White tirades on Twitter are amazing. Anyway, so Emilianenko not coming to the UFC. Bellator says they're out with him. Where does that leave him? 
I guess we'll have to see. Maybe World Series of Fighting will pick him up. I mean, he's just he's kind of been like the U. He's been the UFC's white whale, they say, and that fits because he is a white guy and he's pretty chubby. I, I think he blew it when he came back and from when Pride was bought up and he had to take the make the transformation from Pride fighting in a ring to fighting in a cage in the octagon. He never trained in a cage and he got lit up. He got lit up in the UFC. That's true. When he when he did the Strike Force Heavyweight Grand Prix. He he had like three losses in a row. Um, he lost to Fabrice Verdum, then he lost to Bigfoot Silva, then Dan Henderson. It was a bad streak for. He went out on three wins in a row, but it wasn't a good streak for Fedor Emelianenko, who actually won twenty eight fights in a row at one point. You talked about Cain Velasco. We'll get to that in a little bit because that's really not the big fight of the year. The fight of the year is December the twelfth, right? Jose Aldo and Conor McGregor. Yeah, that one has all the buzz, and for good reason. I mean. You look at the way Conor McGregor sells these fights. I saw this press conference with him just talking trash to all the UFC fighters. It didn't matter what weight class. He was just he was just making the fight even. Is he bigger. is is he is he good at it or is it? I mean, is, you know, because Ali was good at it. You know, some guys try it and, and try to emulate Ali and things like that, and, and they're terrible. Larry Holmes was not too good at it. He's good at it. <laughs> he's fu- I I find him funny, entertaining. Uh, yeah, w- whenever he's been. He said some stuff that I can't say on the air, but the stuff that he says is, if, if anybody has a chance, I think they should check it out. because December it really the 12th, of course, 2015, that's when the MGM Grand comes alive. The arena sold out, no surprise era. No, not at all. I mean, that might have made the fight bigger, the fact that Aldo got injured. Speaking of bigger, Conor McGregor is so much bigger than Aldo physically, it's scary. I mean, he really is bigger physically. If you look at their heads side by side, one guy's got a head that's like almost twice the size of the other guy. Yeah, I mean he's he's five nine. He's a tall uh, featherweight. A lot of featherweights are. He's are, a lightweight in really reality, isn't he? Yeah, he's more of a lightweight. So he's sweating down to forty five. Yeah. Okay, and Aldo's sweating down to forty five. Well, the only fight Aldo lost was at fifty five hundred fifty five pounds. So size. Uh, look, no, he, he he's been dominant since the days of the World Extreme Cage Fighting Champion, right? Yeah, he was part of that. Why is it that people don't want to give him props as being the best fighter pound for pound right now in MMA? I think that they should. I mean, it's it, we're kind of in a difficult spot because John Jones probably He's is on the vacation. Best. Yeah, but I do think that Aldo's been hovering around the top. I think what it comes down to more than anything is people just don't give the lighter weight guys as much credit. It doesn't matter what they do. He's beaten everybody. I mean, now he has a new challenger, but he's beaten everybody. You know, I think the lighter weight guys, I, I don't think that's that's really true. I think in Demetrius Johnson's case, it's true. I mean, I don't know. When's the last time you've really heard a main event boot at the UFC? It's been a while, hasn't it? Uh, yeah. I mean, y- you have a point there. I think that they've also had more They've had more decisions, him and Johnson. I think that makes it harder. Like, the, the heavier fighters get a lot more knockouts or a lot more finishes. Before we jump all the way to um, December, we'll get that in the next segment. Let's talk about this. Josh Barnett and, and Roy Big Country Nelson going over to fight in Sayatama, Japan, the Super Arena. That's where Pride used to hang out. Yeah, that's there's so many great fights that have happened in that venue. You told me recently that you bought a bunch of fights, Pride fighting fights from a, a fleet Yeah, I bought them. They were, Mark Kerr was on a couple of them, you know, I mean. Mark Kerr was an amazing dude, man. I don't, do you know who that is? Yeah. I mean, the axe murder, whatever they called him. I mean, he was he was crazy. He was all steroided out, and he was just a monster, man. And what he did to guys in the UFC, he just, he just in the pride, he just sort of, like, grabbed them, mangled them up. It's like he just, like, break, he, like, broke guys in half like they were sticks. Yeah, he was he was the one to watch. I mean, wow, like. It, that takes me back because he, he, he kind of disappeared after pride. Well, know? because of the drugs. 
Yeah. Steroids. I mean, look at that body he had. I mean, they called him the specimen. He was. He definitely was. I mean, and he had the performances to back that up. Yeah, and he came on the show, I guess, 15 years ago and talked about the drug use and the steroid use and, you know, the fact that he liked to party and things like that. You know, but he said that he wanted to get back in the game. And he was serious. And this guy, Lenny Fresquez, Jr., the son of Lenny Fresquez Sr., obviously, but the, uh, the Albuquerque, New Mexico promoter who has Holly Holm, okay, his son had Mark Kerr, had rights to Mark Kerr, who was going to put these fights on in, on the Indian reservation in, in Albuquerque, and it never happened. It was 15. It never happened, man. But I know he dumped some money in that and lost it. So Kerr, Kerr, Curtis was undependable at that point in time, couldn't keep a schedule, couldn't keep phone calls. I mean, it was, we had to tape one time. Couldn't, do, couldn't, keep a live, couldn't keep a live date. Wow. I mean, then I guess he really only has himself to blame for. Well, if you get pounded, right listen, man, you get punched in the head. You know, things are going to happen. So, what what is Fedor? What is he like? Ninety? He's thirty. He's thirty eight right now, th- turning thirty nine this month. Okay, so that's like ninety. Okay, and he's been a, he's, he's not really the most conditioned guy in the world to me. He's sort of like a roly poly type of polar bear type of guy, like a lumberjack type of guy. Um, so, what is it? What what did what did, what did Fedor do best? You said he was the best heavyweight in the world one time. Why? Tell me in less than a minute. He had Sambo. I mean, he won 11 gold medals in Sambo, five bronze medals in Sambo, you know. He had that controversial loss in 2000. So he he really arguably won 33 fights in a row. So he had that controversial loss where he was stopped after 17 seconds. He got a cut that was caused by an elbow, which at that time wasn't legal. So they just had to have a winner in that fight. So he did a lot. I mean... He beat a lot of the best fighters at the time. He was named the top MMA fighter of the decade by Sports Illustrated. And, I mean, a lot of people have called him the the greatest of all time. Well, at 38 years old, 39 years old, and uh, he's got to come back and fight in the cage. I think the best thing that he could do is, like, maybe there's a promotion, I think, in Japan that still does MMA in in, in a ring, in a boxing ring. And I think that, you know, if you've done, if you've performed your entire life on stage, don't get into TV. You know what I mean? In other words, go back to what you do best. Go back to that. Bo- I mean, I think he needs to fight in a, in a boxing ring. I agree. I, th- I think the organization you're referring to is called Dream. And I think that would be a good one for is, him. Is, are go those people that have um, have the uh, real nerdy looking guy that used to be the uh, Bellator champion at 170? That's actually uh, one FC. And what's his name? Ben Askren. Thank you. <laughs> That's why he's an MMA expert. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We're talking USC, MMA. In general, of course, the uh, World, World Series of Fighting has a card coming up. Bellator, they're trying to get their act together. Lots of stuff to talk about here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, even though my voice is going, but I think it will hold up for another 22 minutes. So give us a call on the toll-free, Let My Voice Heal, 1-800-878-7529. Musicians, it's Guitar Center's biggest savings of the summer. Save up to 40% on over a quarter of a million instruments with some deals too low to advertise publicly. Get powered PA speakers for just $129 each or a Toka Djembe drum for just $25. And for five days, get up to 15% off qualifying products, including clearance gear with coupons from GuitarCenter.com. Don't miss Guitar Center's Labor Day savings Thursday through Monday. No lineups before 7 a.m.
Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. You're running your business, and we at Wix.com know things can get stressful. But creating your website doesn't have to be. With Wix, you can create a professional website all by yourself. It's easy and free. You don't have to be a programmer. Just drag and drop everything into place. It's your website, your style. Show the world what you can do. Go to Wix.com and create your own stunning website today. It's easy and free. How would you like to earn over 8% per year in your investment portfolio in a conservative investment that has been considered one of the best-kept secrets in investing? At Pacific Private Money, we are actually paying over 8%. Imagine what a mutual fund of low loan-to-value mortgages would look like. Well, that is very similar to what participating in the Pacific Private Money Fund is like, because we own many loans in the fund that are actually less than 60% loan-to-value. It would be extremely difficult to find an investment that yields over 8% with this much collateral. We pay you monthly. Can you imagine earning more in one month than most banks are paying in one year? Of course you have questions about how we can deliver this. So call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 and we will answer all of your questions. You can also visit us at pacificmoneyfund.com. This is a bad spot to be in. Two minutes left. Going for the rear naked. He rolls him over. Uh-oh. Randleman. Oh, he's got the figure four body lock. And at least he's got trouble. him locked. And a lot of trouble. Can Kevin Randleman get out of this? Randleman holding on. This is how Gracie finished Condo in his last fight. Props to Randleman at 38, desperately trying to save his career. Randleman is keeping that arm from being underneath his chin, but the moment it slides underneath his chin, Kevin Randleman's in a world of trouble here. The one thing he can do is he can wrestle to put his back on the mat. If he puts his back on the mat, Gracie cannot be on his back choking him. And again, well, how much difficulty he's used to training with the gi. It looks like he is having, and again, Randleman, great job of defending, but Gracie with the gi, not with the gi in mixed martial arts. Well, it's hard to do, and plus, look how long his arms are. That's a long arm to get underneath that chin. Randleman's just swimming the chin around and keeping it from getting underneath. Very impressed with Randleman's submission defense. Uh-oh. Oh, oh under now. he got it. Under now. He got Adam it. Kevin Randleman taps. He taps. Hodger Gracie. The rear naked choke, one of the classic moves in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and he scores his third win. And Randleman is forced to say good night. Now, more of Ring Talk 
with Pedro Fernandez. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Ronnie Spector, who sings this song, shot me a tweet about three or four weeks ago. And she said to me, Pedro, I'm going to be in Las Vegas for you in December. Come on down. And I am going to be there. Seriously. Great to get a tweet from the, wow, an iconic singer from the 60s, no question about it. The Wall of Sound, built by her ex-husband, Phil Spector. Ronnie Spector, kicking ass December 18th and 19th, I believe, at the Orleans Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. We're talking MMA now, of course. We're talking about Fedor, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. I think Brock Lesnar and Fedor would have been a good fight. That would have been a good fight. I wish that that happened because uh, Fedor had the grappling, but so did Brock. And, I mean, I think Fedor's striking might have been a little better. I think it, would have, it might have been, too. But, you know, Brock Lesnar's never been a guy to go hard on people. I told you he beats those guys up during those matches on, on the WWE. He beats those guys up, man. They don't like him at all. He's not the most well-liked. We talked about that. Okay, let's go through um, UFC Fight Night, September 27th from the Sayatama Super Arena in, obviously, Sayatama, Japan. That was the home of the old Pride shows. Josh Barnett and Roy Big Country Nelson. Who's going to win that? Um, I'm leaning towards, I think I'm leaning towards Josh Barnett in that one. Okay. Masalsi, Gigard Masalsi in the co-main event, a middleweight fight, taking on Uriah Hall. Got to go with the, uh, Masalsi just, he just finds a way to win. Yeah, he does. I mean, he was the strike force uh, middleweight champion for a while. Okay, so I don't get deep in deep on these uh, Japanese names. We're going to do one of them before I get out. Kyoji Haraguchi taking on Chico Camus, but there's like, Four or five different um, Japanese fighters on this card. And I wonder, is this sort of like boxing where they bring opponents over from the United States that are sort of lesser than the hometown guys so the hometown guys can get some wins? Are they, they did it in Japan. They did that where? Yeah, they do it in Brazil a, a lot, lot huh? it seems like. Yeah. yeah. Well, they get to do their drugs down there. Yeah. Is there any, is there, are there any tests at all? <coughs> is there any testing process in Brazil? I don't think there is, huh? No, not that I know of. I mean, I'm sure they have some type of athletic commission, but they overlook all that stuff. Anything goes, baby. Anything goes. Of course, UFC Fight Night on Fox Sports 1. That's going to go down September the 27th. Don't miss it, folks. Josh Barnett, always a great, great interview and a good fighter as well. Of course, after that's Daniel Cormier, the aforementioned, uh, the aforementioned Daniel Cormier, and Alexander Gustafson for the light heavyweight title, UFC 192 at the Toyota Center in Houston. Tell me. Well, I think that's going to be a good fight. I mean... It's tough to call the winner of that one, but but I think it will be one that that's going to have a lot of action. Yeah, he can. He, he uh, beat Carlos Condit. That was probably his best win. Carlos kind of got injured, but I thought Tyrone Ridley was doing really well in that fight up to that point. Return of the uh, <laughs> cute. Return of the former light heavyweight champion Rashad Evans taking on Ryan Bader. Bader still the. Is he is is he the is he the gatekeeper at light heavyweight? I thought he was gonna try to fight at middleweight. Yeah, he is a bit of a gatekeeper. I mean, he the thing that's that's kind of unfortunate for him is he's strung together a bunch of wins in a row, but they don't want to give him a title shot because he's already been beaten by the champion, you know, and or well, the real champion right now, Daniel Cormier holds the interim strap, but okay. I think they're hesitant. Real champion is John Jones. Women's bantamweight about Jessica I and Juliana Pena. Um, Jessica I. These these girls are not hard to look at, are they? No, they definitely added a different kind of appeal to they, the fight. They have the women's women. This I tried to tell people about this years ago when I was promoting women's boxing was that if you get good looking women and they go out there to perform, you know, like like they're supposed to as fighters, you, there's a there's an attraction there. There's no question about it. I did an all women's pay per view card from Lula, Mississippi, one time. It was a great card. All these chicks went out there and gave it gave it two hundred percent, including Chris Bird's sister, Tracy Bird. 
Oh wow, that's I didn't even know that she boxed. Long time ago, son. That's <laughs> probably you were probably still in diapers at that point in time. Um, but this hint, this card is going to be, of course, on uh, on. I don't know. It, it, do I get off? Do I get up on this for for pay per view here? Cormier and Alexander Gustafson with Hendricks and Woodley and Bader and Rashad Evans and Sean Jordan and Ruslan Magadamoff. I mean, come on, is is that something I want to pay seventy bucks for? Is it? I think I think so. I, I think it, I think that's a good fight. The main event I really like. I think that's a solid main event, and I think it's it's hard. I mean, I'm leaning towards Gustafson. I think, but that's that's a tough one to call. Do you know what? You know the way to kick the UFC's butt. You know how? Do you know how how Bellator World Series of Fighting needs to do? You need to buy some airtime. I on, think so. on a major television network like NBC and just do the Al Heyman thing. You know what I'm saying? Buy some time, get it up there, boom. I mean, he's got to deal with NBC Sports Channel, but the big network, I think that's going to draw the people. I really do. And I think that, that people will evolve in time. Boxing fans will realize that, you know, there's some good UFC fighters. Some are terrible. And unfortunately, a lot of times when people sit down to watch an MMA fight, just like when they watch, sit down to watch a boxing event, they get to watch Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather, which is very unexciting. I mean, there's no money shot there. So they go, oh, man, this is boxing. And some people say about say the same about MMA, but you know, um, right now I'm looking at pound for pound. Obviously, John Jones is out, but he's still got to be the he's still the king. Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's it's hard to rank anybody above him based on his win streak. You know, he's beaten Shogun, Rampage, Rashad Evans, uh, Alexander Gustafson, Daniel Cormier. I mean, the list goes on and on. Yep. Um, Dustin Poirier is coming back because UFC fighting at the 24th in the Dublin, Dublin, Ireland, and the I think the the uh, the three arena over there, October 24th to be exact. And it looks like a pretty good card. Dustin Poirier versus Joseph Duffy as a lightweight bout, heavyweight stip Miokic, Miokic taking on Big Ben Rothwell. Can Ben ever get past that gatekeeper status? I think he's working on it. This if he beats Stipe, he he probably should be the next contender, or possibly. Really? Know? I think so. He's close. Big Ben Rothwell. He's a big dude, man. Nicholas Dalby, Darren Till, Patrick Holland, Louis Smolka. Um, no, women's strawweight bout, Aisling Dyla Daly, and Erika Almeida. Of course, that is UFC 192 on pay-per-view. I don't know if I'd buy that one. I'm not big on buying pay-per-views. I try to go watch the sports bar or something like that. Now, uh, UFC Fight Night from, <laughs> from Brazil, where there are evidently no drug testing, according to my guest here. Vitor Belfort and Dan Henderson. Most of these guys are in TRT guys, testosterone replacement therapy guys. Yeah, they are, um, and they get away with it down there. I think they encourage it, it almost seems like. Well, when you can roll the clock back 15 years, and when Vitor, Vitor Belfort is on that stuff, he looks 15 years better. Yeah, he does. He looks like complete, like he didn't look so great against Chris Weidman. Well, that's but, why, because they, were, they monitored everything he did. Yeah, they, he didn't have his help that time. He didn't have his Flintstone vitamins. You know. Now, I'm looking at this card underneath uh, Belfort and Henderson. Belfort's going to win that one, huh? Yeah, I think so. How old is Henderson? Fifty-five. Yeah, he he's he's way up there. I I, I heard he's turning ninety next week. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Glover to um taking on Patrick Cummins, a light heavyweight. Glover looked good in his last fight, but here's a guy that can really punch. I mean, he's like a, probably the best puncher in the light heavyweight class. Fabio Maldonado taking on Tom Lawler. Tom Lawler's a character, but Maldonado could really wasn't he? He's an undefeated boxer too, isn't he? Yeah, he was in in Brazil. Yeah, he was an undefeated boxer. Yeah, I mean, he can, he can really crack. Yeah, he he has the hands. I mean, he lost to Rampage, but I mean that's that's Rampage. Rampage has some of the best boxing in MMA as well. The aforementioned Holly Holm, managed by of course by Lenny Fresquez Senior. That's her promoter, her manager, whatever you want to call it. He's co-promoting her with the UFC. She's taking on Ronda Rousey, UFC one ninety three down under in Melbourne, Australia. 
And of course, this is going to be a fight card that's really going to be, there's two women's fights top in this card, but the real fight on the card, I'll get to the chick fights in a second, is Mark Hutton and Antonio Silva. Yeah, and, and I think that's that's a solid fight. That's the one that's going to draw the people. Yeah. That's, Hunt's, Hunt's an icon down there. It's a rematch. They were in one of the fights of the year, and, and then you found out Silva was on some type of steroids in the original match. So Antonio Silva, is that the good-looking guy? Yeah. The real good-looking guy, the guy that looks like a model? Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, man, I was in the elevator with him one time. He's, like, nasty. <laughs> He's just, and you can't help but look at him and think, you want a banana? I just, I'm sorry. I mean, I, it sounds terrible to say that. I mean, you just can't help. I mean, the guy looks like a, he looks like a, looks like a Neanderthal. Yeah, if, if they ever make a McGilla Gorilla movie, I think they have their star right man, there. Man, I don't know. I didn't even know that you knew who McGilla Gorilla <laughs> was, man. You do? Yeah. Oh, my God. McGilla Gorilla is <laughs> pretty cool. Mr. Peebles ran the pet store. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, okay. It was always for sale. <laughs> Never sold them. Anyway, on the same card, Ronda Rouse, of course, in the main event, the champion, unbeaten, taking on unbeaten Holly Holm. Holly Holm, a boxer out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, with some MMA skills because um, she, she, she had been in MMA before she went into boxing. So it's not like she, she had, you know, like Johnny come lately, she knows her stuff. Ain't enough to deal with Ronda, though, right? No, it's not. I mean, she's just too passive. I think, you know, she's not. She doesn't have the, the that drive, dynamic the killer quality. instinct. Yeah, the, you know, you see it in Ronda. Anytime she comes out, she looks like she just wants to kill somebody. Yeah, you know, Mike Tyson said she's she's an animal. Yeah, he said she's the most amazing, the most intimidating athlete he's ever seen. Most focused as far as killing people, like you know, like a predator that he's seen since him. You think so? She could be. I mean, I mean, who, make who's, a good case. Who's who's more? Who's more? Who's been more nasty since Mike? Not not nobody. Not she, a lot. When I she, mean, she, when, can... she looked, when she when she rubs. Oh man, I, I've got some clips here on the show, man. She was. You can tell her she goes from the nice girl to the bad girl from A to B, and she does it in the flip of an, a hat. We talked about Jenna J earlier. Jenna Jenerizic taking on Valerie Letinora. Of course, that's a women's strawway bout. Jenna J is not going to get Joanna J is not going to get beat for a long time, is she? No, I don't think so. I think the the fighter on the rise that we talked about earlier, Paige Van Zent, she might be able to give her a good fight. But but jo- Jenna's favorite over her right now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely. You see her striking ability. She might be the best striker right now in in female mixed martial arts, and My- better than a lot of the males as well. Michael Bisping was a count. They don't say count when they say count in 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 um in in the UK. It sounds like a bad way. It's a bad. It sounds like a swear word. So we we can't say that, but. He's a count. Michael has been coming back as Robert Whittaker. I don't know what he's going to do as far as his career is concerned, but Dana loves him. That would be USC, of course, fighting. I don't know. I'm not going to Australia. I don't know if I want to pay, pay to watch that fight either. Would you pay six bucks for that one? Not, I, I wouldn't pay for it. I mean, I think he's, a, to his credit, I think Michael Bisping's a good uh, commentator, but maybe he should stick to that. You know, him, when him and Shale Sonnen are on those, MMA preview shows, I think they do a good job. But in terms of fighting, I'm not that excited to watch him fight anymore. Well, here's interesting. We saw I watched Ben Sanders get 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 stopped in a grappling tournament. I think over in the Middle East last week or something like that, didn't we? Yeah, he, yeah. He's coming back, of course. USC November 28th. The uh, USC goes to South Korea, Seoul, South Korea, and uh, USC Fight Night. Henderson versus Alves taking on Diego Alves. Benson Henderson, he's fighting at welterweight now. Is that where he belongs? Yeah, he was a huge lightweight. I mean, I think it will show some, though, because I think that a lot of his wins at lightweight might have been because of his size. So it'll be interesting to see how it is at welterweight when the guys are bigger than him. Mirko Krokop coming back, taking on Anthony Hamilton. Is that uh, is how long old is he, like 92? Yeah, him and him and Dan Henderson are both celebrating their birthdays next week in the Man, 90s. Man, that's, that's, that's <laughs> UFC. That'll be all on UFC Fight Pass, folks. So you've got to either go to a... Uh, Internet website and watch it for free, or go to um, 
<laughs> UFC Fight Pass. Last one. Uh, McGregor and Aldo, real quick. That's. I mean, I, I really think McGregor's going to beat him. I, I, I just, I've been convinced since that fight was talked about. Okay, I was convinced earlier, too, okay? Cause especially because of the size now, right? But I still bet you soda on that thing. Okay. All right, I take Aldo. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. McFadden White had to the break. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds. It's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
World Series of Fighting. Of course, they are based in Las Vegas. They air on NBC Sports Channel. Pretty good uh, little network you got there. Of course, not the big network channel, but it's a pretty good sports channel. Anyway, they go Friday, September 18th, World Series of Fighting 23 from uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And then, of course, they go October 20, October 17th with WSOF 24. Is World Series of Fighting, are they gonna, Are they making a move past Bellator? Bellator seems to be sleeping right at now, the wheel. They are, yeah. The- are, are they asleep at the wheel down there? They seem to be, um, and World Series of Fighting is gaining ground on them. I mean, they're putting on good cards. Okay, and of course they've got John was John Fitch. Yeah, John Fitch, and they have a bunch of other fighters. Um, they had Jake Shields, I believe, is World Series of Fighting. Well, Carlos Silva is their their CEO, and he was with the Universal Sports Network before, so I guess he knows the TV business. You know what I'm saying? But I really think that I watched some of the fights in the last couple of cards, and they've been they've been more entertaining than Bellator. And guess what? They go faster than Bellator. Bellator cards drag for some reason. There's time in between fights where the USC keeps going, boom, boom, boom. World Series of Fighting is back at that rapid thing. Boom, boom, boom. It's always something going on in the ring or the octagon. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, Bellator, they seem to be, I don't know, man. Scott Cooker's a smart dude. Is he, is, is he smoking too much weed or is he smoking weed or what? He might be smoking some of that San Jose stuff or something over there. I- okay. Uh, before I let you go, did Mighty Mouse deserve to be uh, booed last night? I don't think he deserved to be booed. I mean, he, he did what he could. He just, it's hard to finish people at, at his weight class. Why is it hard to finish people? The, you just can't generate the power with those lighter frames. Interesting. Zach Attack Young, good week with you. Have a good week going back to L.A. Thank you. We'll uh, talk soon. Say hello to your daughter. Yeah, I'd like to send a special shout-out to my daughter, Jasmine. Right on, man. Good old Jazz. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Jackie Fernandez the best. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live worldwide, I made it. My throat is gone. I'm coughing all over the place. I'm ready to get out of here. Thank you so much. I hope you uh, tolerate today's show, and I'll see you next week.